It is time for the crossover here on the Ticket Water Cooler as we make way for the happy hour. And welcome in Nick Sainert into the studio. Nick, uh, we opened the show with a talk of Heisman talk for a current Nebraska football player. Um, can you guess who that might be? It was Is there like a way too early yeah. thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in the top, like top twenty. Okay. I think it's between FanDuel. He was right over Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, if that helps. Better you at odds all. than Marvin Harrison Jr. from the Nebraska football team. Offense. Yeah, we'll give you that. Yeah, sure. It's not gonna help you. Yeah, you three guesses. Three guesses. You're not gonna get it's it. It's not gonna be. Je- it's not Jeff Sims. Damn it! He it's got another Jeff first Sims. one. <laughs> it is Jeff Sims. Wow, a lot of love. <laughs> what do you think, Jeff Sims? Took yeah. me four guesses. Casey Thompson's not even out there. I don't. Well, I, I thought Casey because well, I wasn't sure. You know, he was the starter last year. I didn't. Again, I didn't think it did be Jeff Sims. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe it's a running back. Cause I didn't think any wide receivers. So I said Anthony Grant. And then I was like, oh, not AJ Allen. Actually, I did guess wide receiver. I was like, I don't know, Marcus Washington. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to guess somebody. Marcus Washington's season high in receptions has been like forty-seven. <laughs> Look, man, I was I was trying to guess that. What I didn't think Jeff Sims, who just transferred in and hasn't played a snap for Nebraska, would have better odds than yeah, Marvin I mean, Harrison I mean, he's Jr. A three, he's a three-year starter, though. Yeah. That is true. He's played. He's played. Yeah, it's still a bit of a surprise. He's, he's, it's about, a, he's about to – I don't know. But I, I didn't know if he'd be I, the starter or not. We still don't know. I, I, don't, I, I, I was caught off guard because I told Sipple on Monday. I, like, slipped it in there that I was like, yeah, I think Jeff Sims is going to be the starting quarterback. And he did his whole, whoa, 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 whoa. 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 What, do you, what do you mean? What do you, why, really? why do you think that? Really? I, 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 I disagree, but okay. And then we just kind of <laughs> kept on going with our topic. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm in the – less common folk. Than no, I agree with you. I, I just think the way that Matt Rule talked about Jeff Sims in his press conference, you can, you can tell a lot by how somebody talks about other people, how they feel, right? And uh, same way as I thought Matt Rule talked about Donovan Riola. Hmm. Um, and, gen, you know, have, being genuine, I suppose. Um, when Matt Rule said that he had NFL guys calling him, when he took the Nebraska job to ask him if he's going to recruit Jeff Sims out of the portal, he's like, you know, I, why wouldn't I take him? And we were like, I sat there and I was like, all right, so tell us that you believe you have an NFL starting t- quarterback without telling us you have an NFL caliber quarterback. So yeah, plus I, Casey Thompson again is having or had shoulder surgery and is out for an extended period of time, which gives Jeff Sims more time to kind of plant his feet in the starter role. Uh, until Casey comes back, and he's going to have an uphill battle. But it's interesting, too, because you remember there was a, that whole period of time, and I, don't, I guess I don't even know if Casey made it official, but there's that, I think he did, that whole period of time where it was like, is Casey going to come back? And we all felt like it was, you know, Nebraska's next season, how they get from the jump start is going to be dependent on it because at that time, you know, they didn't have Jeff Sims. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe a lot of what played into, you know, that kind of stalling and, and, and important out there is that, you know, it's not going to be handed to you, and it's 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 almost going to be difficult for him to get that starting job back, considering where he's where he's going to start. Like you said, not having being able to play in the spring. Um, I'll just tell you this: it's it it'd be somewhat hard for me as a Husker fan to watch Casey Thompson on the sidelines because I know he's a Power Five level starting quarterback. But yeah, I mean, well, but they grabbed two here's, of them. They, here's, they did it purposefully. Yeah, here's what I'm. This is the thought I've I've entertained already for my personal self, like. Um, next season, if things don't go well and one of two of them are the quarterback, whichever one is out there, if things don't go well, 
the other guy is going to be the most popular. I mean, we, we always oh, yeah. hear we always hear how the backup is going to be, but think about this, guys. Think about if if Jeff Sims starts as a starting quarterback, and Nebraska doesn't win at the rate that we want it to, or we thought that we could, right? Or let's say like, Jeff Sims is a starter and they lose to Minnesota and Colorado. Casey Thompson is the most talked about man on campus. Yeah, where's yeah. Casey Thompson? When does Matt Rule give Casey Thompson a chance? Like, it's not. It, it's going to. You be. throw it they in. Could a, win. You they throw could an win interception, and it's wow. Yeah, you need to get him out of there. Get yeah. the other guy in there. We didn't see that kind of play from Casey Thompson last year, but it's like I don't know. Yes, we I, did. You're gonna. <laughs> well, yeah. You're going to. I think either way, whatever decision you make, whether it's Casey Thompson and Casey Thompson goes in there and makes some mistakes, it's well, we got a three-year starter on the bench and Jeff Sims. Why don't we see what he can do? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was telling or, Bach or that vice versa. It's it's what we just kind of talked about. This isn't new to Casey. He was battling with Hudson Card at Texas for the, for yeah. two years to yeah. be the starter, and he was the backup, and then he was the starter, and then he was the backup, and in the middle of the game they made a switch. So he's not new to this competition thing. He knows what it's going to take to win the starting job. He has you know that one year of experience, but it's an entirely new coaching staff, and the quarterback they went in, they went after oh. they got with was, Jeff Sims. I was going to say so. Rich says this on the text line. This is a great place to be in. In the past, we've always had conversations about, you know, do we have a starting quarterback? I hope someone develops. And now we have conversations about which legit starting quarterback will end up playing. Yes. I suppose from that point of view, it is. I, I think one thing I will say, Rich, we're, we can talk about the quarterback competition and everything, and, and we can hope once again that they have a true quarterback competition, but that, that belief and that common thought still applies where – Whatever staff is here, whether it's whatever offensive coordinator, whether whatever head coach, whatever staff entirety is here, they went out and handpicked one guy. They went out and handpicked their a quarterback, right? And um, I I just think there's there's always that belief of you want your guy running quarterback. We saw it last year with Mark Whipple, and uh, and not to say Marcus Satterfield won't give Casey Thompson a chance. I, I, if I had to put my money on it though, right now, I'd be surprised. We're going to hear how there's a competition. We're going to hear about how great both those guys are on and off the field, um, both as a leader and, and also just, you know, from a statistical and, and practice view. I think though, Casey Thompson not being able to go in spring ball is really going to hinder, um, his chances. His chances. I wanted to ask you guys about this because I think it's interesting, and we've had some questions uh, regarding it based uh, on the, off the text line. Because today, uh, Garrett McGuire, Bob Wagner, and Rob Dvorak all are uh, official and now on the fold, so the staff is full. Um, again, I heard the guys on the Omaha World Herald uh, podcast talking about this, and I think it's really intriguing. Is that Nebraska was given, uh, or, or Coach Matt Rule was given a seven million dollar assistant pool, and he hired a you know four million dollar staff. Do you guys would you guys agree with that? Do you think that th- these guys are going to be somewhat overpaid for the experience that they bring, or do you think there's just going to be a lot of analysts, or or what? You know, what do you, what do you guys minds as you kind of go through that? I believe that there's going to be more analysts, but in uh, something that I, I'm not sure if it's going to happen at all. This is just me guessing. Obviously, is that there's going to be more assistants hired in the strength and conditioning department. I think that maybe they'll they'll go out and get a couple more guys to help out in the weight room. Um, and again, I, I don't think they're going to be overpaid. I just think it's going to be 
a lot more people who don't have official coaching titles, you know, like you said, some analysts and as I believe some, some more guys in the strength and conditioning department to, to help out. So they're going to spread the pool out to a lot of people. Not, you know, there's not going to be uh, one person with a $4 million contract. Um, but, but that's, you know, just my thoughts on it. I, I don't think that it's a $4 million staff. I think it's a good staff. And this is kind of what he's done at Temple and at Baylor. Is he's, he hires people who he trusts. He brings in high school coaches with very good records. And it's been shown to work as a lot of those guys that he hired at Temple and Baylor are still coaching in the col- in the collegiate ranks. I think that's the kicker is that this is kind of his track record. Um, if you had to guess when Matt Rule was hired, that you're not going to go out and get a celebrity coach. And they've said that they're not going to go out and get celebrity coaches. Now, I, I don't think Matt Rule it may be as tied to this staff as he would be to – I mean, as we've seen other coaches in years past be tied to their guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not worried. Matt Rule – here, this might be a little a little aggressive to say – Prior to this job, Matt Rule didn't have ties to Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I think we got so overwhelmed and so obsessed with this thought of like, does he have Nebraska ties? You know, obviously Scott Frost is having being the former player, being born in Wood River, like having all of those ties. It, it gave you kind of like Matt Rule is here to coach. Mm-hmm. He is that's 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 he's here to coach. He's not here for all the other antics, all the other game. Like he's here to coach. So yes, the 7 million dollar pool is is great and it's what was obviously needed to bring that kind of uh, you know flexibility and and willingness to spend money on assistance was needed. I I'm sitting here I'm, I'm kind of taking the wait and see approach. If if a 24 or 23 right now, 24 eventually year old wide receiver coach is the way to go, then okay. It's your track record, and I just think that if, if it doesn't work out, Matt Rule's not going to be hesitant to make changes mm-hmm, because yeah. he is here to coach. He is a football coach. That's who he is. Well, I hope, unlike the Scott Frost staff, that they don't make changes in year one. Now, that might prove something's going wrong, but um, I, I just thought Unless that Unless somebody leaves look. for greener pastures because they did so well. Oh, there you go. All right, that'll wrap it up for the Ticket Water Cooler. Happy Hour coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs>